0: we saw yesterday we saw that uh, in this life it's very important to clearly understand and verify what foundation your Christian life is built upon. We saw that some very important issues, some very important elements appear, in the way Christians execute their Christian salvation. And we saw very clearly that what determines how a Christian lives their Christian salvation is strictly based on the foundation on which they have launched their Christian salvation. And yesterday, out of the message of the Lord, we saw very clearly the narrative when the Lord Jesus himself when he spoke very clearly to the church, and he said it would be very, very important for the church of Christ to be able to be wise. In other words, to be sure that they launch their Christian salvation, which was had one, one very, through very difficult circumstances at the Calvary Cross. And we saw that the Lord Jesus cautions the church, it cautions humanity, and it tells them that it is going to be very important for Christian believers to ensure that they build their salvation on the foundation of the rock, the foundation that we know is Christ Jesus, the Lord. Before we begin today's session, We also saw very clearly that based on the foundation upon which one has launched, has anchored their Christian salvation, then um, they are able now to navigate their lives, to go about their lives and encounter the challenges of this life. And he said, as we saw yesterday, based on the type of foundation that one launches their salvation on, their Christian salvation, then it will also determine how they handle the challenges of this life. So it all began in the message when the Lord brought to the attention of the church that there is a storm of storm. There is a storm that is coming. You could call it the storm of all storms. There is a storm that is coming on the day of the Lord, when the Lord is coming. And you can see for yourselves that in the process of preparing for that day of the storm of storm, right now there are tremendous storm. You see how he sent his servant to command the ocean to come out, the Atlantic Ocean, And even now, as we speak, the voice of the Lord is over the ocean, headed towards Germany. And also, he has won the Gulf of Mexico, too. But we saw very clearly in that uh, prophecy, the fulfillment of the prophecy of the judgment coming to the Caribbean. But we saw already that there is the roaring and the tossing of the sea, a big storm in the sea. And we saw that there is a big storm on the land, Mexico earthquake, the earthquake taking place, hitting and striking Nepal on Mount Everest. We also saw the earthquake in Chile that tilted the earth and shortened daytime forever. We saw that in all these earthquakes, the prophecy, the earthquake coming to Namibia, the earthquake coming to Tanzania. So there is the storm in the sea, the storm in the land, and now we are seeing a storm in the heavenlies. We are seeing a storm in the skies, in the deep space, the shaking of all that is shakable, the huge planets, the hyper giant stars. So we are seeing that in the process of preparing the way for the coming of the Messiah, preparing the way for that tremendous day, There is already a storm, the storm in the sea, the storm in the land, the storm in the heavenly, storming the heavenly bodies, storming the universe. The universe is shaking. The storm across the planets and the galaxy. So, the Lord brought it to the attention of the church that there is going to be a storm of all storms, the day of the storm. And so the question was, how will you fare on that day? Will you survive the storm of storms on the day of the storm? Because if the process of preparing the way for the glorious coming of that day, of the Messiah, is this much storm, that storms and shakes the earth, shakes the ocean, shakes the planets, the galaxies, shakes the entire universe. How much of a storm then will that day be? And that's why the Lord encouraged the church in that scripture. And today we can pick it also from the book of Luke chapter 6. But he encouraged the church. I'm using this to set up a foundation, a preamble, for all people to be on the same phase before we continue from where we stopped. And so the Lord brought it to the attention of the church that It will be important for the wise church to make sure, for the prudent church, for the holy church, obedient church, to make sure that she be wise. And being wise, according to the definition of scripture, is that church that will launch her salvation upon the foundation of the rock, the rock that is Jesus the rock of all ages. And yesterday, before we begin today's message, we also saw in a snapshot, we saw that in this life, there also will be storms, storms of life. In fact, if there is anything that came out very clean and clear, is that those that will build their salvation upon the rock and those that are foolish that build their salvation upon the sand both of them anyhow face the storm and I'm going to open up this today in a very serious way I'm going to bring it to your attention beloved people in a very serious way that the born again And the non-born again still have to face the storm. Meaning, the storm always comes. The storm comes. And so the Lord brought it to your attention that there are storms in this life. That in this life, there will always be storms whether you are born again or not. And it says, and if you are born again, the way you handle challenges of this life, the storms of this life, the loss of a beloved one, the loss of a job, unemployment, financial crisis, your son is drinking, your daughter is in prostitution, has jumped out of school, with so many challenges that the Christian life today is is grappling with. The present-day believer is trying to surmount in this life. And so we saw that there are storms in this life. You could call them small storms, but sometimes they're not small storms too. And what came out very clearly is that based on the foundation upon which a Christian believer has launched his salvation, his or her salvation, then so will it be the manner in which they handle the challenges of this life. In other words, that for those whose salvation is launched on the rock, on the foundation of the rock, they will always handle the challenges of this life in a godly way, a God-fearing way, a God-dependent way, in a godly way. In other words, as they handle the challenges, encounter the challenges of this life, they will always center the Lord in the middle of the storm. Those who have built their salvation on the foundation of the rock, the rock that is Christ Jesus. And yesterday we spoke so much, we saw so much of the challenges and how sometimes, These little storms of the earth here can derail Christians. These challenges can be so severe as to cause some Christians who are not launched on the rock to abandon Christianity and look for other solutions to addressing their problems, beloved people. And that's why, even as we read the scriptures, I gave Matthew chapter 7, which was our lead scripture, we could also find it in the book of Luke also. And then we also read from Second Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. And then Proverbs chapter 3, verses 4 to 6. We also saw Philippians chapter 4, verses 12 and 13. And also, I gave First Peter, chapter 5, verse 10 yesterday. And I gave you the book of James, chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. I also went ahead and gave you the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 28. And I gave you Joshua, chapter 1, verse 9. Moreover, I added you John, chapter 14, verse 27. And then I gave you Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 7. I went on to give you Psalm 34, verse 19. I gave you Isaiah 26, verses 3 to 4. And then at the end, I gave you Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 to 7, beloved people. But I want to advance that conversation that we started yesterday on building the foundation of your Christian salvation. In other words, asking the question, on which foundation is your Christian salvation launched? And the book of First Corinthians today, in our first scripture in this session today, Is 1 Corinthians, beloved people. The book of 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. Turn with me there. It says here, For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Christ Jesus the Lord. And I know there are several versions, but it says here, First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11, For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Christ Jesus, the Lord. And so, beloved people, in this pursuit, in this study, I want to look at a little bit the purpose for which it is important for a Christian believer to ensure that their foundation is well laid, that the foundation of their Christian salvation is well launched on the rock, the rock that now we have seen is Christ Jesus, the Messiah. I know many times Christian believers, new believers come to church, They come to church. They receive the Lord, repent, and come to church. But I have followed the church globally, even as the Lord has spoken with me regarding the condition of the church. And I have found out some very alarming observations about the church. Because the question has always been, why the rampant apostasy? Why is it that most of their Christian salvation is not sustainable? The longevity is not long. It's short. The longevity is such that if a serious challenge shows up, that they have abandoned the Lord, they are not born again, they are backslid. Why is there such a high rate of backsliding in this generation? That was the question I was pursuing. And so, I found out the following, world over, that when people receive the Lord, and they are young Christians, new Christians, new creation, new believers, of course a great excitement sweeps their hearts, but I found out that most of the churches do not help them to lay a solid foundation for their Christian salvation. And this is extremely very critical. Why? Because if one were to build a tower, a tall building, surely it will have to depend on the type and integrity of the foundation one lays. If we are reaching out to God, if we are to build the lives of new believers in our churches, If we are to build the lives of all Christians, not even new believers, all Christians, their Christian salvation, their Christian lifestyle, their Christian life, the life of being born again. If we are to build, as the purpose of the Bible has laid out, the Bible lays out the entire purpose of this chronicle, that as one becomes born again, the salvation they build, reach them to heaven, in other words, reach to God. So if we are to build such a high tower of a Christian salvation, the salvation of a believer, that they may reach God, then the name of the foundation is going to be very fundamental, very critical. That is going to be the red limiting stage will determine the longevity of that salvation. I set out. I set out to find out why. Why is it that their salvation is short-lived this generation? And so I observed that most of the churches today, people receive the Lord. They enter the church. And then the new believers classes begin. The new believers lessons begin. And as those tutorials of new believers begin, those seminars and workshops, rarely do they lay emphasis, rarely have they laid emphasis at all on the building of a solid foundation of this new believer that their Christian salvation may tower high, may tower high and reach the Lord in heaven. And so, you find that most of the time, yes, good indeed, they are taught about the doctrine. They are taught about the evangelizing. In other words, uh, reaching out, witnessing to others about their salvation. They are taught many things that almost, I mean, in a good way, though, I say this, the, 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 the earning of knowledge. But there is a critical part that is not taught. The laying of a solid foundation for their Christian salvation. It is not taught. Because the purpose for which it is really critical that a Christian lay their foundation right, the reason, the critical reason for which it is important for all Christians listening to me today, to lay the right foundation, to lay, to lay, to anchor their salvation upon this solid rock, not the sand, is that all their life, that in that salvation, throughout all their entire life, they may live a life of pursuing God forever, until they find God, until they enter heaven. It is important that Christians today understand that the reason for which you were created and brought on this earth is that you may be able to pursue God, to know the Lord. And there is nothing greater on this earth, as all of you Christians have seen, there is really nothing greater on this earth than knowing God Almighty, and knowing the wonderful salvation that he, the Lord, as the Redeemer, he sent us in the grace of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah. There's nothing greater on this planet. So the purposes for which we were placed on this earth, and there are many galaxies out there, but the purposes for which man was created here was to be able to know God deeper, and To develop a personal relationship with God. How awesome. And then to have a purposeful, a meaningful uh, work, working relationship. That relationship to a purpose to transform their life and bring them to heaven. That the foundation of their salvation, be right, is critical in that pursuit. It's so critical to them. It's critical to all Christians all Christians all over the world will be divided into two groups strictly two groups those who have launched their salvation on the solid rock launched their Christianity on the solid foundation of the rock for no other foundation can a man lay other than that which has already been laid, which is Christ Jesus the Messiah. The Lord Jesus, he spoke about the wise builder. And he says, that the wise builder is like one who hears the word, Hears the words of the Lord. In his life. In other words, the one who trusts in God's sovereignty, you know, God is sovereign. Once he says it, he has said it, and it is done, it is undiscussable. In other words, one who is totally obedient to God, he hears the word and obeys the word, in other words, implement the word. Those are the Christians, the wise builder, the one that launches on the foundation of the rock. They are the ones that make a daily application of God's word in their life. In other words, if you look at their lives, you'll find that their lives are totally grounded totally placed, totally established on biblical truths. Those builders that the Lord referred to, the wise builder, in other words, the church that launches our salvation onto the foundation of the rock, our foundation in rock, they remain steadfast. Because of that, they always remain steadfast. They hold on to that salvation. If you look at that believer, if you look at their moral beliefs, their value system, they are godly. And building on the rock, building your salvation on the rock helps you to remain very strong inward, no matter the storms of this life. So it's a form of the inward that now will be expressed in the outward. Whether it's unemployment, somebody's sick, the loss of a loved one, they never reject the Lord. They never seek other solutions. Why? Because the building of your salvation on the foundation of the rock, in Christ kept. It's been it built, it cultivates a relationship with the Lord that makes you strong inward, that does not allow you to waver according to storm. We know it too well that in this Christian life, if you build your Christianity, your salvation on the foundation of sand, you are wobble you will fall, you will crumble. But so it is with the Christians that choose today to build their Christianity on the solid rock, the rock, the foundation that is Christ Jesus. If they later bring in disobedience to the word of God, remember, the wise builder that builds their Christianity, their salvation, on the foundation of the rock, it is strictly based on hearing the words of the Lord and obeying the words of the Lord. So, obedience is at the center, at the very center. So, if you build your Christian salvation on the foundation of the rock, and then you bring in later disobedience, that foundation will crack, and your salvation will crumble like those that built on sand. That is now your backsliding. Turn with me the book of Psalm. Psalm 139 verses 23 to 24. Psalm 139, beloved people, the book of Psalm. Psalm Psalms 139 verses 23 to 24. This is what he says. He says, "Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Why do I bring this scripture to you today? Because you could build your Christian salvation on the solid rock, on the solid foundation that is Christ Jesus the Messiah. And then later, in other words, build it based on hearing the words of the Lord and obeying, but later bring in disobedience, then you will have cracked your foundation. You will have destroyed the foundation of your salvation, and you crumble. So could it then be important that Christians submit totally to the will of the Holy Spirit, that he may search them, search them perpetually, and find if there's anything contrary to the setting of the foundation of the Lord Jesus in their life? And that's why, taking you back to the beginning, it will be very important from this day on for all churches, all pastors, all Christians, all teachers of the word, that when people show up, having repented and received the Lord, that the first thing you lead them to, you lead them to the principles of laying their salvation on a solid rock, on the solid rock that is Christ Jesus. Building that young life, that young Christian life, on the solid foundation of Jesus. I know it is important for them to fellowship with believers in church. That is really important. That also continues to nurture them. To continue to ground them, establish them there. To fellowship in church. Those things you teach are important. To be planted in a local church. To find where to worship God. To keep hearing the words of God, the word of God. To keep fellowshipping with the members of the body of Christ. That they may grow. But beloved people, it is going to be very critical at the beginning of the Christian journey that the foundation be laid right. I would like to just read our reference scripture for all people to know. The book of Luke chapter 6, and I've advanced it from yesterday's conversation. Luke chapter 6, verses 46 all the way to 48, we can even read 49. He says, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and yet you do not do the things which I say? Again, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and yet you do not do the things which I say? You do not do my words. In other words, you do not obey. Verse 47, says, Whosoever comes to me and hears my word and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He's referring to the church here, beloved people. Whoever comes and hears my saying, and does my saying, in other words, Let me explain to you what he looks like, he says. And he says, forty eight, he is like a man who built his home, his house, his building, and he does this. and laid the foundation of that building deep down on the rock, the solid rock. And when the storms and the floods and the streams rose, and the floods and the streams and the winds and the storms began to lash on that house, He says, the storm would not shake it. The storm would not shake it, beloved. Why? He says, because it is founded on a solid rock. But he that hears my word and does not do my work, in other words, does not obey me. is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation. In other words, on the foundation of sand. And when the storm came, the tsunamis came, the streams rolled, they struck the house and it fell with a big bang. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is our foundation scripture. This is our reference scripture. That the wise today, at this time, when time is running out, that the wise will now build What does it constitute to lay your salvation on the solid foundation of the rock that is Christ Jesus the Messiah? He says, nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands firm. And you may read from other versions, but it is altogether in that general direction. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands firm. And it has the seal. Having the seal, and it says, now this is the seal that is on God's solid foundation on which we have to launch our salvation. He says, on it is inscribed the following seal. And the seal says, the Lord knows those who are his, And he said, let everyone who professes, who confesses, who calls upon, who names the name of the Lord, the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, let him depart from iniquity, from evil, from wickedness, beloved people. Hallelujah. Now we have touched on God's solid foundation. Again. You could read up to verse 20, but it says, when well, now you look at in depth, a greater deeper look at the foundation of the rock, God's solid foundation. Then you find the following inscribed on it. The following inscription. He says again, Second Timothy chapter 2, I'm using this to launch the conversation I'm starting now. I'm using this to open up the significance and the gravity of ensuring whether you're a student at Egerton University, in Kamarat University, Kenyatta University, University of Nairobi, Kamianda, G.C. everywhere, Bondo, all students that are attending now, all are just Christians who are out there, you just heard about it, and you turned on on your way or in the office or wherever. But I am using this second Timothy in our first phase. Chapter two, second Timothy, chapter 2, verse 19. You could read it up to 20. It's all good. It's all beneficial for this purpose. But for time now. It says, Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm. And it says, with the following inscription, the following writings on them, the following chipping have been chipped on it. God's solid foundation on which we need to launch our Christian salvation. He says the following inscription is on it. When you find it, you read the following. to be launched on this. The first thing it brings to bear, the first thing it brings to fore, number one, he says that they are God's people. There are certain people that are God. They belong to the Lord. The Lord that those that launch on the solid foundation of God to begin with, they are God's people. And I could take like four hours to give a sermon On my people. On God's people. Who are they that are God's people? When it comes to the matter of the foundation upon which the church, the church has to launch her salvation. Who then are they? God's people. He knows those who are his. And he says, that for they in fact he gives a definition briefly there he says that they that he calls his God's people then he says for they that are his (laughs) they that are God's people he says they profess they that confess they that name the name of Jesus the name of the Lord he says they must have Away from sin. They must turn away from sin. He says that is the basic definition. They shun evil, they shun sin, they shun iniquity. Rejecting of sin. The shunning of sin. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15, you could read it all the way to 19, 18. He died for all and those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore, verse 16, from now on, we regard no one to the flesh. And of course here he says, even though We have known the Messiah according to the flesh. Yet now we know him in that way no longer. Verse 17. Therefore, if anyone be in Christ Jesus, if anyone is in the Lord Jesus, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Now, all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Christ Jesus the Lord and he has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. And he so, say that is, that God was Reconciling the world to himself and not imputing their transgressions to them. And for that matter, he has committed us to the word of reconciliation. So, what then are the most important elements of this laying of your foundation, laying of your salvation on the foundation of the rock? The solid rock, the foundation of God. The Lord knows those that are His. And anyone that calls upon the name of the Lord comes away from sin. And as we continue, the next segment of this, I want to advance this foundation now deeper. Now we have reached the solid foundation of the Lord. The foundation of God himself. I want to look deeper at the foundation of God. The departing from iniquity. The departing from sin. The shunning of sin. Those wonderful elements that anchor our salvation on the rock. On the solid foundation of God. Because He says, must depart from sin to be healed. And when do we call on Lord? When are we his people? Because you ask, Lord, Lord, but why do you call me Lord, Lord, when you actually do not obey my word? You don't do my word. So who then are his? Who are these people? He says he knows those who are his. And you see in the next segment, But for anybody to call the Lord, Lord, for anyone, anybody to call the Lord, Lord, that means they're essentially submitting to the Lord. They're saying, I recognize you, Lord, as my creator. And in other words, they're saying, I belong to you now. Now I am belonging to you. But we know that the Lord created all. So in other words, they are saying, I am returning to you. I am repenting and returning to you. But he says, they are not Lord, Lord, when they don't do it. We saw the importance of making sure that when people come to church, The first courses, foundational courses, in other words. In fact, we should rather call them foundational courses. Foundational lessons should be to teach them on the importance of launching their foundation right. In other words, as they build their salvation, to make sure they have laid the foundation of the Lord, of the rock. In other words, to make sure Their salvation is anchored on the rock to lay the right foundation. And you will see that this is so critical because there are certain things that help the new believer to ensure that they launch their salvation on the rock. For example, apart from fellowshipping and all these things taught, to launch the foundation, to lay the right foundation when they receive the Lord, they would have to know, who is God? Who is the Lord? What is His nature? How does God look at the church, the believer, the Christian? What is God's position on sin? What is the position of the Lord on holiness, on righteousness? There are certain foundational courses. Knowing God, knowing the mind of God, knowing the plan of God for mankind, the will of God, knowing the nature of God, knowing the position of God on sin. Those are the foundational courses. Loving them, blessing them, telling them about, find a church. People. That is also important. But there are certain foundational study courses that the new believer and those, of course, who are mature believers and not anchored, they really have to go through to launch their salvation on the foundation of the rock. In the second segment, we'll look at this in greater depth, beloved people, much deeper. And this is a continuing teaching. The Lord bless you, Shalom.